Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verse 1 through 3, and chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. Please rise for the Gospel reading. Luke 8, 1 through 3. Soon afterward, he went on through one town and village after another, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, as well as some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, and Susanna, and many others who ministered to them out of their own resources. Luke 10, 38 through 42. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at Jesus' feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things, but few things are needed, indeed only one. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, church. Good morning. It is great to see all of you this morning. I hope you all are having a meaningful Lent as we journey together through the Gospel of Luke. Last week, I briefly shared with you the introduction of the Gospel of Luke. Before those who missed last Sunday's message, let me share it again. The Gospel of Luke was written by Luke, a Gentile Christian who likely became inspired by the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Scholars estimate that the Gospel of Luke was written between 85 and 95 AD after the destruction of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem. Thanks to the missionary work of Paul and other apostles, Christianity had already spread to many places, such as the Mediterranean area, Asia Minor, and Europe. Christianity grew, uh, as Christianity grew, there were many uh, attempts among Christians to record Jesus' ministry and his life. Luke was one of them. As a physician and a historian, Luke carefully documented Jesus' life from his birth to his resurrection, putting great effort into recording every detail. My appreciation for the Gospel look comes from how Luke includes aspects of Jesus' ministry not covered by the Gospel of Mark or Matthew, such as Jesus' ministry outside of Judea and Galilee, particularly stories of ministry to women 
the Gentiles and marginalized members of the society. Look, pays careful attention to the detail of Jesus' life and ministry and how he relates to ordinary people like you and me. Through the Gospel look, we encounter many stories that demonstrate how God chooses and uses unlikely people to accomplish God's purpose. Last week, we considered Elizabeth and Mary, who were unlikely because of their age and their situation. And we also reflect on how God chose and used them for God's greater work. And today, we will explore other women in the Gospel of Luke. Would you join me in prayer? Dear Lord, as we prepare to receive your word, open our, our ears to hear, our hearts to receive. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Whenever I introduce myself to people for the first time outside of church, their usual reaction is, you are a pastor? <laughs> and then they call me, hi, Miss Lee. <laughs> Women's leadership in the church has always been an issue, and it continues to be so. In Asian Judaism, Women's lives totally depended on men in the household, economically and socially. Women were considered important only to the extent that they impacted the lives of men. In Jesus' era, women were not allowed to study the Torah. They were not allowed to be rabbis, priests, and scholars in the synagogues. As you know, this was not only an issue in Judaic society, but nearly everywhere else in the Asian world, as it was a patriarchal and male-dominated society. Nowadays, thanks to God, Women's status is almost equal to men. And women can get educated, obtain jobs like men can, and they can achieve whatever they set their minds to with their efforts. However, women can experience more challenges when compared to their male colleagues to achieve something great in their workplaces and in academia. The church is not immune to this. According to an analysis conducted in 2020 by the General Commission on the Status and Role of Women, 30% of United Methodist Church clergy 
in the United States are women. Although eight female bishops were elected in 2022, we still have more male bishops than female bishops. Some of you probably heard what happened in the Southern Baptist Church last year. Last June, the Southern Baptist Convention approved a ban on female pastors. Shock. They decided to revert to Asia's way regarding the issue of women. This use shocked many Christians, including me, who support women's ordination and their pastoral leadership. Most opponents of women's leadership and the pastoral authority cite 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 34, where Paul wrote that women should keep silent in church. However, the Gospel of Luke presents a somewhat different attitude towards women and includes some stories of how Jesus included women in his ministry. In these stories, we can also find the same theme, God lifts up the lowly. Today's Gospel lesson from Luke chapter 8 and 10 are the best passages to highlight the way Jesus valued and the ministry with women. Let me read uh, the first reading again. Soon after, Jesus went on through one town and village after another, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him, as well as women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Herod's sword, Susa, and Susanna, and many others who ministered to them out of their own resources. We know that the 12 disciples, the male disciples, traveled with Jesus all the time. But here, Luke tells us there was also a group of women who traveled with Jesus, who listened to Jesus and supported his ministry. And Luke even mentions their names. Mary Magdalene, by the way, Magdalene is not her last name, but this uh, refers to where she came from. Joanna and Susanna. These ladies were not given the title of disciples because back then the title only gave to the male. However, these three women were like the 12 male disciples, following Jesus as he traveled, listening to his teaching, undoubtedly assisting with his ministry. But this doesn't end there. The Gospel of Luke mentions that these women 
witnesses Jesus' crucifixion, his death, and even his resurrection. If you have a Bible in front of you, I encourage you to open Luke chapter 3 and read verse 27 with me. Luke chapter 23 and verse 27. And you would like to volunteer to read the scripture? Maybe Greg, can you read it for us, please? Thank you. Mm -hmm. A great number of people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for them. Thank you. Here, Luke does not mention their names. <clears throat> However, as you see this screen, the other two Gospels, Matthew and Mark, mention their names. It says they were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the son of Zebedee and Salome. If you read Luke chapter 23, verse 26 through, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, verse 46 through 49, these women are mentioned again. It says, Then Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I command my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, certainly this man was innocent. <clears throat> and when all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breast, but all his acquaintances, including the women, who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Let's move to verse 55. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. In the next chapter, we hear the resurrection story of Jesus. Here again, the woman appeared as the first ones who heard about Jesus' <coughs> resurrection. Lisa, would you read the scripture for us, please? Luke 24, 1 through 10. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to the hands of sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. 
Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. Thank you. Did you hear the names of the women? Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the model of James, the same names that appeared in the chapter 8 and chapter 23. God chose these women who were considered the marginalized and the lowly in their society to hear about Jesus' resurrection for the first time and deliver this good news to the male disciples. If you read the Gospel of John, you hear more amazing story. How Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene right after his resurrection. God chose this simple lady, Mary Magdalene, who used to be demon possessed as a first witness to Jesus' resurrection. And now let's move to the story of Mary and Martha. Often this story troubles women because of the roles of women in the church. Women are frequently occupied with ministry and the mission work behind the scenes of the church. Specifically, in Korean churches, they serve lunch for their congregation every Sunday. In the kitchen, most of the time, it is women who cook and serve and clean afterwards. So if you read the story of Martha and Mary, superficially, you might interpret that Jesus undervalued what women typically do in the kitchen. However, according to Adam Hamilton, a pastor of the UMC of Resurrection, that was not the point of this story. And I, personally, I appreciate his interpretation. As I mentioned earlier, in Jesus' time, women were not allowed to study the Torah. They were not allowed to be the disciples or rabbis or priests in a synagogue. But in Jesus' time, women's place was in the kitchen. It was men who sat with their rabbis and listened to their teachings. In this understanding, Adam Hamilton suggests that Martha was faithfully fulfilling the gender role of women as she was busy preparing a meal for Jesus and for his disciples. Meanwhile, Mary was violating the gender roles and the social customs of the day in order to listen to Jesus' teachings. In a sense that Martha's complaint <coughs> makes total sense. However, 
let's pay attention to Jesus' reaction. When Martha complains, Jesus, Jesus, why don't you tell Mary that, help me? You don't see? I'm so busy. After hearing her complaint, instead of rebuking Mary for violating her gender role, Jesus advocated for her and accepted her as his disciple by saying, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. One thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the better part. Jesus lifted up those who have been pushed back into the kitchen by their society and accepted them as his disciples. Brothers and sisters, this is the gospel. This is the good news that our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to hear. Jesus not only saved us from our sins, but also demonstrated through his life and ministry that he came to this world to lift up the lowly and bring hope to the broken people and to this broken world. And in the next four weeks, we will hear more good news as we continue to journey through the Gospel of Luke. So I, ho I hope you all join us next four weeks until we celebrate Easter Sunday. And I, I just want to remind you, next week, who's coming? Yes. Yeah. I want you to be here, okay? <laughs> Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the message that you shared with us today through the women's stories in the Gospel of Luke. Women were invisible in their society and often undervalued. However, Jesus chose them and accepted them as his disciples because for him, all are worthy of receiving the good news. We are grateful to know Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior and to follow him as his disciples. Lord, with your spirit, empower us as we journey in faith and help us to follow in your footsteps by lifting up the lowly, just as you lifted us and the lowly for your mission and the ministry. In the powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. <laughs>